Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hello, guys. In this video, we're going to talk about the secret to getting your marketing right. As a reminder, this is a series of videos, seven videos in more depth, just before Christmas. In the Profit to Profit Facebook group, I took seven clients of mine and over seven days share with you seven strategies that they've each used as the most important thing to make seven figure or in one case, eight figure profits. In the first video, we spoke about Paul Goff's one to many strategy and how to leverage on that path. In this video, uh, we're going to talk about a company that actually has got eight figure profits and more than doubled in size in the last 12 months, going from 13 to over 30 million in revenue and very profitable as it did it. In fact, this strategy is a favorite of mine because it helped me go from zero to upwards of half a million in revenue with a new business that I started uh, with no capital about 15 years ago. So today's strategy comes from Faye Williams, who's the COO of the Marissa peer group, a business that basically sells online training um, and qualifies therapists. However, I said to Faye, what was the strategy that made the biggest difference? Because even though it's doubled in size in the last year, actually, it's had meteoric growth. I think it's only been in the last three or four years that it's even had seven figure revenue. So it's really uh, shot up hockey stick style. And Faye thought about it for a moment. And she said the key was getting the marketing right. I said, oh, that's very well and good, Faye, but what does that actually mean? Like, there's a lot of people listening to this, watching this video, listening to the podcast saying, okay, how do I get the marketing right? It feels like a never-ending battle. And Faye's got a strategy, which it's a, well, it's probably not a secret in that it's relatively well-known, but it's not very practiced. So it's a secret because I think if people really appreciated how potent it was, a lot more people would do it. So she tests everything. Specifically, every single part of the whole sales and marketing process is optimized so that each pound can go further. Right now, let me elaborate because most people do this in a very haphazard way. Okay. And they'll, they'll, they'll like, try this or they'll try that idea, but there's no systematic approach. So I was thinking of a great way to explain this. And I want to give credit where it's due. I want to give credit that the strategy marks share here. I first learned, I don't know if he invented it, but I first learned from a chap called Peter Thompson, who is the UK's most prolific product creator. And that's, uh, you can find him at peterthompson.com, I think. And that's Thompson without a P. And uh, back in about 2006, I helped Peter launch his accelerated business growth system online. Like I helped him do the online launch. And it was a 36 uh, CD and DVD set. And in it was, a you know, the 36 different strategies that he shared. But one of them he called the sales map. And I think it's really, really potent. And what it is, is you draw out the steps in your sales process. So what you would do is you draw a horizontal line. And I'll probably share this separately because it's not very easily seen on the video. So I'll probably try and share a link to this separately. But you draw a horizontal line that represents the timeline for your sales process. And along it, you'd have the increments of the steps in the sales process. So in this example that I just drafted up, I said, okay, let's say you're in the widget selling business. Okay, so that's the last step in your sales process is people buy widgets. Well, the step before that is, let's say, the way that you primarily sell widgets is a face-to-face -face consultation. 
But what has to happen to get into the face-to-face consultation? You might have a phone call, okay? And then what has to happen to get them on the phone call? Well, you, you might make outbound phone calls to get them on the phone call after they opt in and request more information on widgets from your website. They downloaded a brochure. And how do people download the brochure? Well, the Facebook ads drive people to your website, right? So let's say, for simplicity's sake, that's the standard sales process. So web traffic lands on your website. They opt in to download the brochure. You then uh, have a phone call with them to kind of give them the pitch. If they're interested in the pitch, they come in for a face-to-face consultation. From the face consultation, they sign the contract and buy the widget, right? And for the purpose of this example, let's just say that the widget cost £1,000, right? So once you've mapped out the steps in the sales process, so I've just mapped out five steps in this imaginary sales process, it might vary in your company. I'd say, okay, for each of those steps, we need to be able to measure the milestones, right? So you might say, for one person to buy a widget, you've got a one in four closing rate from the consultation. So in other words, 25% closing rate, you need four people to come to the face-to-face consultation, okay? And let's just say um, it's one in three people from the phone calls agree to the face-to-face consultation. So that's a 33%, okay? 33% conversion rate for that step, which would mean to get four face-to-face consultations to get one sale, you need to have 12 phone calls. And let's say 20% of the people who opt in for your brochure, you get hold of and have that phone consultation with, okay? So that would mean to get 12 phone calls, you'd have to have 60 opt-ins. And what I stand for you is get an opt-in or people need to land on your webpage. And let's say your webpage captures you know, the conversion rate for that step is 10%, you would need 600 leads. So the process would be 600 people land on the website, 10% opt-in, so therefore you've got 60 opt-ins, 20% get on the phone calls, you've got 12 phone calls, 33% agree uh, come to the face-to-face consultations, so you've got four consultations, 25% buy, so you've you've made one sale of a widget that costs a thousand pounds, okay? That's the process that we're talking about. And then once you've got it mapped out, and by the way, First of all, most people can't even do that for their business. They've got no idea. what They're not really concrete in the process, which means, let alone do they go to the second stage, which is they've actually got the ability to measure each step, right? Which what gets measured gets managed and what gets measured and reported on improves exponentially. So just get dialed in on how you would measure these steps internally within your company, often significantly boost sales. But that's not the most exciting part. What comes next is you go, okay, for these steps now, let's brainstorm ideas to improve each step. So go, okay, at the moment, only 10% of people land on my landing page, opt in for the brochure. Let me come up with five different ways uh, which I might improve that landing page. Well, maybe I could test a headline. Maybe I could split test and test different images on the page. Maybe I could uh, use a different fonts. You know, maybe I could make the brochure more appealing by turning it into a free report, et cetera, et cetera. And you'd come up with five different ways. Okay. And you do that for each of the steps. And then you'd go back and look at those ways and you go, okay, which of these steps is easiest to execute and or has highest chance of success? right? And lowest cost or lowest risk. And then if you went through and split test each single of the five steps in the process, and you split test the five different variables you had for each step, and you only kept the ideas that improved 
the conversion rate for that step, what do you think would happen? Well, logically, you'd go, well, the conversion rate of each step would improve. But what would happen by the end outcome? Right. And often it can be dramatic. So in this example here, I've gone, OK, if I split test five different ways, if you've never tested split test a landing page before, you know, could you increase the opt in rate from 10 percent to 15 percent? Right. If that were true, you'd now have 90 opt ins. OK, now let's come up with five ways of uh, making it more likely to get these people on the phone call. So you could you, you might go, well, we don't do anything. We just try and ring them. We could ask them for two phone numbers. We could call them more frequently. We could get them to schedule what time tell us what time to call them. We could get them to automatically schedule us for calls. Right. So and I've just made up a few, let alone could you split test a copy to make the call sound more appealing. Right. And you come up with five and then you, you figure out, OK, let me test these and measure these. And we've been and each idea is either going to make it better, make it worse or make no difference. If we bin the ideas that make it worse or make no difference and only keep the ones that keep it better, we're going to improve the conversion rate of that step and so on and so forth. So maybe by doing that, you can increase the conversion rate of that step from 20% to 33%. Well, 33% of 90 is 30, right? Uh, So 30 phone calls now rather than the original 12. And again, brainstorm ideas to make those phone calls more successful. So more people book into the face-to-face consultations. Maybe you can get it up from 33 to 40% or 40% of 30 is 12. So now we've got 12 people in the face-to-face consultations rather than four. And again, if we can optimize the closing rates from those face-to-face consultations, right, and get that up from 25 to 33%, 33% of 12 is four. So in other words, we've now gone from one sale to four sales from the same original 600 leads. Right. That's a 400 percent uplift on what have we done? What have we done? All we've done is mapped out the sales process, figured out how to measure it and then come up with ideas to optimize each step. That's it. And that's all phase done. And it's caused the company's sales to skyrocket. And actually, it's something that I know as soon as she said it, because actually way back in 2008, uh, I did this with this business, i.e. not long after I learned it from Peter. I took this business from a standing start and I managed to reinvest all the, the little bit of money that I tried on the marketing to make it work and grew it rapidly. So it was only me and one part time assistant. So very profitable. And it grew to over half a million in revenue in the first 10 months. Right. And I got out of that business the next year. OK. So this works. It's the secret that may not be that secret, but most people don't do it. And you can radically improve your business. So really, there's three action steps that I've got for you, right? Three action steps I've got for you. And then we've got another strategy coming next week from the eighth fastest growing business in the UK. Eighth fastest growing privately held company in the UK next week. Uh, We've got another strategy. But the three steps from this week, the three actions. Number one, map out your process. What are the steps in your sales process for your most, your entry level products or your most popular product? Number two, how do you measure each step? Or if you're not, uh, if you're already measuring, can you make it more robust, the measurement for each step? Okay. And action number three, brainstorm ideas to improve each step. Come up with five or six, half dozen different ideas to improve each step. And if you will split test those different variables, you're going to find your sales 
absolutely skyrocketing. So that's it from me. So uh, with two strategies in, we've got five more to go, all from clients of mine that have got seven figures in profit or higher. Uh, we've spoken about one to many. We've spoken about the kind of the secrets, getting the marketing right, split testing everything. And next time we've got a very different strategy from the eighth fastest growing business in the UK. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.